The Baby Lambs podcast may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Selty Slee. Yeah, and not an appropriate age to be a sugar baby. No, it's not. Not at all. Oh my God. What? You should totally tell the story because, like, we did not talk about your birthday last time. You're right. We did not. So, yes, I turned 33. I am my Jesus age. And, uh. Oh God, you're right. You and Jesus are the same age. We are forever and wow. ever. Well, not really for the next What if there's, like, another 64. Jesus, like, roaming around? Like a literal Jesus, like a person named Jesus, who's also 33 right now. I'm sure that's what What If God Was One of Us is about. 100%. Just, Just a stranger on the bus. Did <laughs> <laughs> I make his way home? Wow. My heart just stopped. Okay. Uh, so I turned 33, and I went uh, to to, uh, to celebrate. I, uh, I went to a spa. I went to the spa. Uh, they Hashtag not sponsored, but I went to... Don't the, look at me because I'm going to butcher it too. And uh, I went to the Fontainebleau, Fontainebleau Hotel in South Beach and went to the Lapis Spa. I want to say the Lapis Spa. I do too. It's a pencil. It's a pencil, but like, is it Lapis? Like the piece? I don't care. It's an, a lovely, like bougie spa. And I went with Sasha. A.K.A. Alex, A.K.A. Akila, A.K.A. Akila um, and the B. Akila and the B. We 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 had a very like relaxing, intimate time together. <laughs> so we both got Swedish massages and like got to enjoy the facility. And the facility the facility was really 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 nice. Um, it's very like water inspired. There's a lot of like it, its whole focus is like water so like of course me hmm. the pisces was like this is where i'm where i need to be and so uh, our story takes place in the enormous like lap pool that they have it's like this really long like heated lap pool slash jacuzzi with jets and stuff in it mm-hmm. really quite sweet it's a co-ed situation me and sasha are in there it's early in the morning we literally got there like an hour before our services so we can like chill out let me just really quick i will say one anecdote before you continue okay, okay so and i was trying to like plan the rest of the sunday for you i had gone up to sasha and i was like hey like coordinate with ashley so you could tell us like what time you plan on being there so we can like pick the time for the escape room whatever whatever and she was like oh like i'm sure we're gonna be there like 10 and i'm like no honey that's not how Ashley works. Ashley's going to get to your house at 8.30. You're going to get something to eat. <laughs> and then you're going to make your merry little way toward the Fountain Blue and, like, be there by 9.30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then finally when she told me, like, when she told us <laughs> what you had coordinated, I'm like, I fucking told you. Yeah, yeah, I don't play. No, like, I know. I'm, I tell you I'm going to get there at 8.30. I got there at, like, 8.15. <laughs> I tell you I'm going to get there at 8.30. I'm going to get there at 9. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, you do. I do, yeah. It's fine. I'm an asshole. I get it. <laughs> but I wasn't playing. I went. I got to Sasha's house in like full spa, like <laughs> like maxi with flowing kimono and hat. Like I knew where we were going, and I knew who our demographic was, <laughs> and I was already ready. So we get there early, we're in the lap pool, and we're having, like, a really deep conversation about, like, mental health and, men- and like, the fact that we're, like, taking care of it by being here. 
and in comes this older gentleman. I can't even gauge, I can't even tell you how old he is because he could, he, he looked like he was in his like 80s, but he really could have been in his 60s and just not taking care of himself, you know, like Which, one of those kind yes. of guys. So he, he, he comes into the pool and he's like doing like backstrokes and I see him in, from a distance and I'm like hoping and praying he doesn't talk to us because like we are literally the only other people in this entire room just me Sasha and this man and he's doing his back thing his backstrokes and me and Sasha just having a normal conversation when he like looks over to us and he's like what language are you speaking mind you not that it matters but me and Sasha were speaking English okay and we look at him, and I look at him, like, with these eyes of, like, um... Excuse me? Excuse me, number one, why are you talking to me? And number two, I'm speaking English. To which he replies, oh, how refreshing. Because I've only heard Spanish since I've been here. And I just looked at him with these enormous doe eyes and said, well, welcome to Miami. I mean, there was more, I mean, there could have been more to this, but I was so, like, trying to be in my zen place. Yeah. And, you know, not, like, start a war it with an like old man in a pool. It was a not today situation. It was a million percent a not today situation. And he just kept kind of talking to, like, he was trying to make conversation and was like, well, so where are you guys from? And I was like, from here. Born and raised. And he's and he was like, oh, well, are we celebrating something? And I said, yeah, I'm 33 years old today. And that's when he turned and swam away. <laughs> and he said, ma'am, <laughs> you, you cannot me. be a sugar baby. I am not going to be your sugar parent. Yeah. And to which I subtly replied in silence, I never asked for this, sir. <laughs> I didn't ask your. I didn't ask for your application. It was bizarre, and like, and it, look for those of you. I mean, I'm sure we do not have this demo in here. Like, if you're a guy in your late 60s, 70s, and look like you're in your 80s, your pickup line should never be, "What language are you speaking?" Much less, I've only heard X language <laughs> the whole time I've been here. It's like, did you do your research in there? I mean, I, it was clear that he thought, like, we were going to have, like, a camaraderie, like, conversation about, like, yeah, we're from out of town. It's super weird. You can't even buy shampoo. Like, I'm sure they thought, like, he thought we were going to have, like, this whole, like, rapport, you know. And and I'm sure he already had in his head, like, I'm going to tell them that I've been to Miami. I've been coming to Miami since the Fountain Blue was, was built. <laughs> I saw Frank Sinatra play here and blah, 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 blah. And, uh, and that just didn't happen once we, like, and I, Jeez. and you know, like, of course it's one of those, like, hindsight is 50-50 thing. Like, I wish I would, we just would have switched to Spanish at that point. Um, but, you know, firstly, it was clear he didn't understand English either because we were speaking it. So it didn't matter. I guess everything sounds like yeah. Spanish. I just feel like he was trying to get someone that he could give his grievances to, like, yeah. How dare I come visit the city that I do not live in that is predominantly Hispanic and they dare speak their native tongue here. <laughs> no, and I didn't even mention it before to you guys, but afterward, like, okay, a couple more people joined in and then it was time for me and Sasha to, like, get ready for the for our treatments. So when we So we got out and, like, grabbed our towels and whatever and I was very strategic I knew that Este Viejo was still looking at us so I made sure like I covered my my, my whole back with my thing and used like a corner of my towel to like <laughs> blot my legs you know because I just didn't want to give him any more yeah and Sasha was not like getting this hint and was you know like just drawing herself like a person like a normal yeah. person and that man could not stop like zoning in on her and I'm I. the pretty one and I'm the pretty one. <laughs> to the point where, like, as we were leaving, I looked at him and said, goodbye. <laughs> and 
Because... Bye-bye. Come on, guy. Oh, Oh. weird. But luckily, that was the only little weird instance we had. Otherwise, we got to enjoy the rain shower room, which was super cool. Like, pay all the money just to do that. Because it's like a little room, and it pounds like nice, warm, like rain, like Amazon water on you. Mm. Like, imagine like a nice rain shower in the Amazon, but without mosquitoes and without dirt and animals. That sounds delightful. It was great. And we got to lay out in there and just, like, let the rain pound us. We also got Haman baths together. Yes. I got to, I tasted a not dipping sauce. sauce. It's okay. I'm 33 now. And, uh, and we got to eat grapes and Sasha ate all the oranges in Florida. (laughs) And uh, we had a gay old time. It was wonderful. Like and then we met up with, with, with you guys, and you surprised me with Christina. Yeah. Which was such a great surprise. I know. Um, and we all went to an escape room, which was an even better surprise. Yes. But by the time we did that, like, me and Sasha, mind you, we, had been, we were at the spa, like, from when they opened to when they closed. And... Yeah. The like the spa high is like a totally like if you've ever had if you've ever had the opportunity to do like a full day at the spa where you're like really engrossed in like taking your appropriate naps and smelling all of the eucalyptus and the lavenders and all that. If you've gone through a spa day, then you know what a spa high is. And that's mm-hmm. when you're like endorphins. Is it endorphins? Which ones make sure. you happy? Relaxed? Serotonin? Oh yes, serotonin. Your serotonin levels get are so like stimulated and and like hyperactive that all you literally want to do when you leave is take like the longest nap on the planet. And you did not do that. No, it was kind of like, but like I didn't care because when you said that we were gonna do an escape room, I was like, like my last, like the little bit of like adrenaline left in me just went. <laughs> Into my butt and was like, we're going to figure this out. But my brain, it went into your butt. Exactly. But my brain had like no capacity. And it was so fun. (laughs) It was so like, talk about a group of women that just wanted to have a good time. Yeah. And it, but like our mission was to make sure that we finished it. Yes. With time. Yes. Like we were like, fuck this. We're goal-oriented people. We're We're goal-oriented. We're goal-oriented people, and we're going to do it. And it was like, you were just happy to be there. (laughs) Sasha was, like, kind of trying (laughs) to, like, figure things. Like, she was there, and she was invested, but it was like, her brain wasn't. Yeah, no. Like, she was trying really hard. But her brain was like, I don't want to try right now. I'm really tired. Yeah. Christy was like <laughs> drunk or like tipsy at the beginning. And then toward the end, she was just like, I got it all. I figured it all out. <laughs> Effie was like tall and everywhere. And like. <laughs> was tall and everywhere. And like, let's open this fucking door. Like her Aries came out in full effect. Like, I'm going to open this fucking door. And then I'm going to open this fucking cabinet and look at these fucking numbers and then Jani was like you need to calm down you need to give me a moment I need you to shine the light here I need you to shine the light there and I was just like I'm gonna solve a puzzle <laughs> no you're like let me just guess the lock combinations ooh colors as, as Lisette is the perfect person to go into an escape room with if you wanna skip levels if you wanna just skip clues altogether, you go with Lisette cause she'll just touch things until they start opening and it, t- I mean, two, two out of two. Two out of two. Two out of we two, We could go man. to a third one and it won't work and then it's two out of three, but still, it's a pretty good average. That's a really good average. I mean, it's not enough to pass like a module on the cybersecurity thing. No, it's not. But <laughs> I learned today. But in life, two out of three ain't bad. Yeah. It was so much fun, but like I was legit just happy to be there and happy to like in my head I was just kind of like outside of myself watching all of you interact with each other and that made my made me so happy. I had no level of immediacy in me. I just I was I would look at the clock and be like, Oh, we have like twenty minutes. Wait. Oh, and we have like, like ten minutes. <laughs> you put it in the corner, you're like 
the lights are on. <laughs> yes. Guys, I turned on the light and we're like, we know. We see it now. <laughs> I was happy to do anything. I no, the worst like the like the, the the more embarrassing thing was when I had the letters. When I had those letters, the yo, heart? like so there were these like there was a there was a, a a locking mechanism that required you to have like these four little coins and they had letters on them and mm-hmm. you had to push them in the right order and open a door. And I'm holding the letters H, I, D, and E, right? But they're not like in that sequence they're just like crumbled in my hands and i'm just looking at them trying to figure out what word what word this could be and i stood there and i just held them and said die <gasps> die <laughs> to which Lisette just screams it's hide <laughs> and i said oh shit it is thanks you're right you're right Yo. I felt so bad yelling at you, but I just saw you really struggling with these fucking coins in your hand. Like, oh, they're so pretty. Like, to me, it looked like in your head you were like, wow. <laughs> so pretty. That's exactly. I got them. I'm not going to lie. That's exactly how. It was. Mo- I-, I kept having these like, well, look at you. That was the whole moment. I was like, look at this. Look at, look at this hanging arm thing. Look at the effort they put into this room. That was me the whole time. Like, oh my god, and you can the see arm. in the light. The arm says free. <laughs> yes. It says free. <laughs> and you can see it'll be like, you're right, it does say free. Let's see what else it says. And it's just <laughs> so like ripping, ripping it apart. Do you call me soda? Oh yes, my god. Leila, you're right. Ma'am. I know, it didn't say die. It didn't say die. die. <laughs> so, whatever. I'm fully rested now. I'm fully 33 now. So that means we should be able <laughs> Hopefully, to get to the last box and find the killer to this damn saga. My goodness. So, for those of you who haven't been following along and don't know what we're doing, we're playing Hunt a Killer. Mm-hmm. Um, if you thought that we were just going to have story time, <laughs> we are, but it's a different kind now. It's a different kind now. <laughs> If you uh, if you're if you're curious to know like because we're literally about to finish it like this is the last box guys mm-hmm. so if you don't want anything spoiled for you definitely go back into our archives watch yeah. and watch and listen. Está como una chumería. Just slap the glasses off my own face. Wow. Oh my God. It's like you just looked at yourself and went, the spirit is, wait, what is it? The spirit of Christ compels you? Yeah, basically. That. The power of Christ. The power, the spirit of Christ. The spirit of Jesus. <laughs> if you, so just listen to them. Um, and you know what? Stay until uh, the end for a special offer from yeah. to Kill It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we begin. Yeah. Whip it, whip it out. All right, so this, so every box comes with like a set of different pieces of evidence, and this one is no different. We open it, and we have a, a series of different evidence bags. One has a uh, thumb drive. Mm-hmm. One has a three-code lock on it. So the set will figure that out in no time. Yep. You know, you said it out loud, but when I said it, I'm like, oh, I'm going to skip the, the levels and just get to it. I swear to God. Um, we have a pin, an enamel pin, which looks like, I think, the Statue of David. Yeah. Statue of David with some blood on him. And there's a hacky sack sent here in evidence. Because, you know, this is the 80s, baby. No, the 90s, bro. Well, n- well, this is the class of 85. 98. 98. Wow. wow. Why would I think 85? Maybe Play my it. brain hasn't caught Play up. Play out on Oh, God. Maybe I should. You should. All right. So we have our standard manila envelope where we have what is and should be the last letter from Michelle Gray Investigations. ASMR. Is that a sound you guys like? The repeat. We're now an ASMR podcast. Do you hear it? Do you hear us? Simma, 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 simma. Simma, simma. Ooh, it's not just like a folder. It's like a... Wow. Is it a clipboard? 
No. Oh. Wait, wait. Oh, okay. there's something else in here. I'm a little sad. I wish it was a clipboard. <laughs> oh, there's a photo. I got a photo. There's a photo in here. Ooh. And it's like of the of the crew of okay. these guys, but they all are not looking at the camera. They're all. Oh, we got stuff. We baby. got a lot of stuff. Baby. Right. So we have, instead of our little, like, vanilla envelope, it's a different kind. It's beige. <laughs> and then it has information from their time capsule. And then an incident report. Mira, Cesar, no foto. Ay, Dios mío. Lots of photos. Not lots of photos, a couple of photos. Un recibo. Espera, espera. Let's read the, the letter. Yeah, the letter will tell us. You want, you want to read? No, go ahead. Okie dokies. The last letter. Hello. Nice I, to meet me. <laughs> Thank you, Sasha. I don't know about you, but I'm nearing the end of my rope. Each time I think we've gotten closer to an answer, something unexpected happens. Case in point, Charles Headstone was recently vandalized. Mm. As if there wasn't enough going on already. The incident is summarized in one of the newspaper articles I provided you, amongst other local stories. Having to deal with this unpleasant business has cut into my investigation time, but luckily, I believe it's also given us a new angle to consider. I checked the sheriff's office archives to see if there had been any similar vandalism incidents in the past. Several years ago, a report was filed concerning graffiti found in different parts of town and Charlie's car was among the vandalized property, <laughs> as shown in the photo included with the report. It's important to note that crimes like these are few and far between in Chestnut Falls. At the McDonough's, McDonough's I came across a flash drive stashed in the back of a desk drawer. Sarah recognized it as one of many belonging to Charlie and she assumed it was for his work. But unlike the others that stored pharmaceutical documents and scans of bills, this particular flash drive was locked. Whether the contents turn out to be relevant or not, it's definitely worth accessing if you can figure out the password. Ooh. In high school, Charlie didn't come off as the type to keep secrets, but people can change, of course. I regret not talking to him during the reunion. That night, the whole class revisited the time capsules we made at the end of, of, of senior year. Inside Charlie's time capsule was a hacky sack and the combination lock for his locker, as well as the writing activity we were asked to complete during the reunion. His answers really show how he grew after high school. By the way, do you remember the pawn shop receipt I sent you a while back? The one I found in Charlie's old things? I followed up with the shop owner to see if I can get any more information on that class ring. I'd wanted to look into that earlier, but I could never find, I could never find the right time. The shop owner provided me with another receipt so we can confirm what happened to the ring after Charlie pawned it. At the start of this investigation, I'd gone through Charlie's cell phone, but nothing seemed to be significant at the time. Based on our new evidence, there's a chance that some irregular voicemails in Charlie's inbox could be related to the case. They're all from the same unlisted phone number, staggered over several weeks. I couldn't find out who the number is registered to, but it didn't match the cell phone or workplace numbers belonging to any of our suspects. I added copies of the voicemails under DeviantTracker, blah, 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 password, blah. I also uploaded a screenshot of one of the suspect's social media pages under the images tab in the blah, blah, with the password, blah. The date and caption drew my attention, so I thought you might want to take a look. Everything is circumstantial at this point, but we should have enough to identify Charlie's killer. You've been thoroughly reviewing the evidence and theorizing all this time, so I trust your judgment. Once you've made a conclusion, send me an email at blank with your findings. In the subject line, put in the full name of the suspect who you believe committed the murder. The subject line is essential for me to quickly locate your email. You'd be surprised to find just uh, at how fast my inbox fills up. Your diligence is crucial to close out this investigation and bring the murderer to justice. I eagerly await your reply. Signed, Michelle Gray. Mm. Where do you want to start? Uh, I guess... Time the, capsule? Time capsule, sure. All right. So, time capsule. It's split up into two parts. Like, one page, two sections. Um, the top is graduation, and then the bottom is the reunion. So it says... <clears throat> Congratulations, seniors. You survived high school. I feel like that's how we all feel. Mm -hmm. 
Before you run off to celebrate this amazing achievement, take a minute to reflect on your time here at Chestnut Falls High School. Once you filled out this sheet, don't worry, the staff won't read what you wrote, it will be given to your class representative who will put it in a lockbox that won't be open until you come back for your class reunion. So question number one, what is your favorite high school memory? He says, prom was a blast. Leave it to Gavin to figure out how to sneak how to sneak in booze. But honestly, the best times were just kicking around a hack or a hacky sack between classes and after school. I hope I can find a group this tight when I head off to, high, to college. Two, who is your best friend? How can I pick just one? Thorne is always down to hang. Gavin and I just got up to some crazy shit. Robin was a super fun girlfriend. Artie would always leave me laughing. Nick was the chillest lab partner. Neats sticking it to whoever gave us crap. S is the kindest person I know. And Aura is the best cuz a guy could want. Question number three. What is your proudest achievement? Graduating, I guess. Although figuring out how to break into the school when it was locked was definitely more fun. Ooh. An Aries. <laughs> Question number four. What are your biggest goals? Having a kick-ass summer? Question mark? Find a new password that isn't my birthday? Question mark? Oh. I don't know. My parents say I'm smart enough to be a doctor. While that sounds cool, it also seems like a lot of work. An Aries. <laughs> Question number five. What are you looking forward to next? Summer, college, basically anything. And now, his five questions at the reunion. So it says, Welcome back, class of 1998. To help get you back in the school in the high school spirit, here is your time capsule activity from graduation. Take a moment to reflect on how your answers and you have changed since you left Chestnut Falls High School. Question number one. What is your favorite high school memory? Too many to choose from, but the ones that stand out are the that stand out the clearest are when we all were spending time together. These really are a wonderful group of people and I couldn't ask for better friends. Number two, who is your best friend? Is saying my wife lame? If so, I have to say Antonio. He's still always down to hang and it's nice to have another dad to talk to since he understands what I'm going through. Question number three, what is your proudest accomplishment? Becoming a father. Seeing Maggie grow up has put every other aspect of my life into perspective. Question number four, what are your biggest goals? Ensuring that Maggie can get into an Ivy League school if that's the direction she wants for herself. Helping out my friends and neighbors any way I can. And question number five. What are you looking forward to next? Uh, a giant piece of Mrs. Matsuka's baklava. Catching up with some old friends and then going home to the most to the two most beautiful ladies in the world. Aww. Aww that's really sweet. I heard the thing with the with his birthday, so I pulled out his uh, obituary um, thing that we got last time. I'm gonna see if I can open this locker lock with it. The the alignment on this is super weird. Where is the where are you supposed to see? Let me it? see. Oh, I I found it. I found it. Okay. All right. Do I keep going? It opened it. Aww. It opened it. Hello. Uh, sure, if you want to. Yeah. All right. Okay, leave the other. Okay. What, what? are those? Oh, those are the. So the next page or paper is a vandalism incident report. And it is from 2009. So as Ashley mentioned in the letter from Michelle, she had found a graffiti incident. Mm -hmm. um, so it was on a vehicle. It happened in November 2009. It was found in the evening. All of Charlie's information. The car, the vehicle was 2003 Ford Focus, four door silver in the state of Illinois with a uh, University of Chicago bumper sticker. No suspect was there. And then the narrative. Victim explained. Victim placed call to non-emergency line to report graffiti found on his vehicle. Identified himself as Charles McDonough and the owner of the vehicle. Perpetrator used red spray paint to write words on each door of the vehicle. Will see soon and you. The what does it say? We'll see you soon? Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll see soon and you. So, like, they inverted it, it seems. 
Ugh. All that's in the image is we'll see. We'll see. Okay. I guess, yeah, you soon on the other side. Okay. Um, the sound handwriting of the message match- matches the graffiti and similar vandalism incidents over the past three weeks. Victim stated that he needed to file a report with C- CFSO for insurance reimbursement and was not interested in pressing charges as the perpetrator of the vandalism is ever found. There are no current suspects. And then that's basically it on that. Kiki? Lauren? Oh. Wait. There's something else. So there's another case that had like a similar graffiti on their car. So it's red spray paint graffiti found in area of Willow Lane known as The Grove. Across many tree trunks are the words so long, dreams, and last. No other evidence. A second case, um, it was found at the high school, same red paint, says after you're even and gone, no other evidence. The case was suspended. Ultimately, lack of evidence of suspects suspends this case until further development. The sheriff was the one that called this into suspension. The day after... Huh. Wait, can you tell me again what the... What it the was, sorry, it was suspended the day after Charlie called it in. What was suspended? Like, them looking for a perpetrator. Really? Yeah. Can you can you reread what the the vandal the yeah. vandalized words I'll were? I'll give you so I can start doing this. Okay, because I want to. Can you see... pass me the other boxes, please? Sure. Here's the evidence box, and here's the paperwork box. So what I'm trying to do now is write down all of the words that were found. Okay. All right, so let's finish uh, seeing what else. You had you took out the photos, right? Yeah. And then here's the other photo and the newspaper clippings. All right, let me read those then. So we have a photo of them in high school being all weird and somber and strange, you know, like... Teenagers. Like teenagers, if you will. And we have two... The last two items are two newspaper clippings. So... Okay. I feel... Sorry. I feel like this girl... Looks like a girl we went to high school with. She I went to high school with. She looks like a few. Grave of recent murder victim Charles McDonough desecrated by Chestnut Falls Flyer staff. Chestnut Falls, the grave, the grave of Charles McDonough, victim of a recent unsolved homicide, was found desecrated Saturday morning. Pastor Paul Kim reportedly discovered the ruined headstone while walk, while taking a walk through the Chestnut Falls Presbyterian Church graveyard. According to officials, part of the inscription reading, Beloved Husband, was scratched out. A heart with two horizontal lines through it was also carved into the headstone. A heart with two horizontal lines through it was also carved into Wait, the headstone. Where, where are you taking notes? Oh, here. I see that, Michael. Thank you. Michael is demonstrating what a heart with two horizontal lines would look like. Wow. Equality, Michael? Love equals? So, okay. So we know that beloved husband was scratched out with a heart and two horizontal lines. Official reports, officials report that the vandalism would take considerable strength to accomplish by hand, and it is likely that a chisel or a similar object was used. It's highly probable that the desecration is connected in some way to the murder, reported Michelle Gray, private investigator on the McDonough's homicide case. The months-long investigation led by Gray has yet to be resolved. Officials urge anyone with information on either the grave desecration or the McDonough homicide to report it to the sheriff's office in town hall. There's another article back here. I don't know if it's related, but it says Poplar Street reopened after eight months of road work. Uh, Poplar Street was reopened Monday after eight months of road work following a severe main water main break. The break caused extensive flooding and structural damage south of the intersection at Madison Court, causing the majority of the Poplar Streets to close for repairs. This is probably important because this yeah. changes the traffic pattern. 
Local traffic was temporarily rerouted through the through Waterfalls Edge neighborhood west. Motorists were directed to enter the and exit the neighborhood via Roberts Road and Rattlesnake Road. The neighborhood's 15 mile per hour limit made travel slow for those living and working along Willow Lane who regularly commute to and from the center of town. Following Poplar Street's reopening, residents attending the latest town hall meeting expressed a need for greater accessibility and more timely repairs in the future. So I'm sure this is important. Yeah. Uh, and lastly, okay, there's two articles here. Uh, lawsuit closes Main Street Drugstore and Pharmacy. So the pharmacy did end up closing. A major lawsuit filed by Susan Lee was co has caused the indefinite closure of Main Street Drugstore and Pharmacy. Lee, head veterinarian at the Chestnut Falls Veterinary Hospital, filed the lawsuit against the pharmacy for mismanaging doses of the medication that are critical to, han to animal surgery. The lawsuit against Main Street Drugstore and Pharmacy was in response to several allegations of malpractice. Lee stated that she heavily relies on the pharmacy to provide correct prescriptions for surgeries and the overall medical health of her patients. According to reports, Lee confronted Charles McDonough, the, private, the primary pharmacist at the time, to discuss past negligence. Lee stated McDonough would mistakenly move a decimal point in critical measurements, resulting in animals frequently waking up during surgery. Lee won her case against the pharmacy earlier this month. McDonough, who worked at Main Street's as Main Street's only pharmacist, was found dead in his car six months ago, just after the lawsuit began. The pharmacy's owner, Mark Beal, Biel, was unable to keep the business afloat after losing both the lawsuit and his only pharmacist. BL could not be reached for book comment. The closure has, was a significant blow to the town after Spin City Chestnut Falls only record shop closed due to outstanding rent payments. Mm. Of course it would close. The owner of Spin City, Antonio Villa, decided that he was unable to keep up with the considerable raise in rent. Since the pharmacy's closing... Residents have been have have also complained about how they now have to travel as far as Champaign, Illinois, for their prescriptions. And the last one is called "Man Arrested for Drugging Classmate During High School Reunion" by Meredith Michelson. A man was arrested and charged on Monday with drugging Charles McDonough, 38, who was found murdered on Willow Lane in Chestnut Falls, Illinois. The Attorney General of Illinois announced the charges Wednesday against Dr. Gavin Marcus Nash, a plastic surgeon from Los Angeles who had grown up with McDonough in Chestnut Falls. Nash and McDonough both graduated from Chestnut Falls High School and, according to several other classmates, were considered friends. Nash will stand before a federal grand jury in Illinois on, on, charge, on the charge of assault in the second degree. He could also be charged with gross negligence, infliction of bodily harm, and medical malpractice. If indicted... Nash faces up to 50 years in federal prison with the wow. possi with possibility of parole. Leniency is expected if he pleads guilty. During a recorded interview with lead investigator Michelle Gray, Nash admitted to crushing up a Valium pill and putting it into McDonough's drink the night of their high school reunion. The Chestnut Falls Sheriff's Office released the audio transcript. In the recording, Nash commented, quote, I just wanted him to be fun, Charlie, again. I wanted to have a good time, end quote. In the interview, Nash also admitted to knowing how the drug would affect McDonough when mixed with alcohol. According to reunion attendees, McDonough had about five drinks before leaving the reunion. Though Detective Gray ultimately determined that the drugs and alcohol in McDonough's system did not directly contribute to his death, prosecutors suspect that the gravity of Nash's crime will be taken into account. In a statement to the press, Nash's attorney, Duke Matthews, said that his client is innocent. Quote, my client is in no way responsible for the death of Charles McDonough. The only thing Dr. Nash is guilty of here is wanting to have a good time with his best friend, which is clearly not equivalent to murder, end quote. Nash's bill is set at $500,000. Okay. So, okay. You ready? Okay. I'm going to go there to see. Okay, so now the next pieces of evidence that we have are voicemails that were found in Charlie's inbox. Um, I have it ready to go, so let me know so I can press the play. You can press the play. Okay. Actually, we're going to have to disconnect and then add it again. Why? Because we can't. What do you mean? Oh. Which is fine. They don't need to listen to it anyway. 
Okay. Okay, we'll be back, bye. We're back. Yeah, so we had to like listen to audio. Oh, wow, what cool stuff. <laughs> uh, I'm like, what? So basically, we have a decent idea of what we heard on there. And uh, it corresponded with an image that was mentioned in the letter, uh, in Michelle Dre's letter, um, pretty well. Now we're just sort of trying, we're trying to uh, identify exactly when, I'm guessing when Charlie, when, when did Charlie die? What was the day of the reunion? Yeah, 2018, for sure. But we have a flyer for that. Like, we should have the yeah. the flyer to the to the party, at least. Oh, wait. Let's try to see if we can open the flash drive. So I've tried a couple of passwords. Including his birthday? No, not that. Oh, I opened it. What was it? His birthday. How'd you do it this time? I didn't add a zero. We didn't include what we found in the flash drive, but we will say that it gave us a lot of information and we had to use the decoder and it was a lot of fun. And Ashley is an, an amazing typist um, when putting in things to the decoder. And now we'll let you get back to the episode. Okay. All right. All right so... We have, we... Okay, we, so we're going to deliberate, so... Yeah. Cancel the recording for now. All right, yeah. We're going to deliberate, and then we'll be right back. Okay. So do you just want to talk about how we feel about... About how we feel about this experience. So, yeah. okay. So we deliberated, and we have sent our email to the investigator with the uh, person that we think uh, committed the crime. Yeah. This has been such a crazy ride. Yeah. This has been really crazy. You know, I'm glad that we've done this. I'm glad we did this together. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to take like 30 minutes for I know. this to Well, come. I don't think we're going to record for 30 minutes because... No, but hopefully it'll, it'll come soon. Hopefully it won't that. be 30 minutes. <laughs> hopefully it won't be 30 minutes. But, um... Yeah, like, okay, so... It's been really cool to play. Yeah. But I kind of wish, like for me, for myself, mm-hmm. I wish that we played and recorded the whole thing like in a day. Yeah, but could you imagine we well, were releasing doing this it all like, day? I, I mean, know that's but, fine with me, but yeah, I mean it could just be one very long escape room. That's true. It would have been like an eight, like an eight hour escape room. Because on average, it would be been, our job. It'd be it's taken us like an hour ish. To get through a box. Um, just because, like, for me, it just seems like we really dragged it out. Well, yeah. Because there was always, like, the waiting. For yeah, the... well, that and it's also our first one. Yeah. But I'm glad that we chose the class of 98 because it's been really fun. At least, like, you know, like, when we got the, the CD, I was like, hey, this is fun. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I mean, if we, I think if we would have all, if we would have done it all in one day, I don't think we still would have done it in one day. I think it would have still been like split in half. Okay. Um, because there's no, we would have been exhausted by the fourth box or the sec- third box would be like, mm-hmm. we need a break. Um, but first of all, we didn't have a choice. It, t- it started us off on class of 98 automatically. Okay. And, um, secondly, I do think, though, that the boxes are really, like, it's a fun way to pass the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, there were some boxes that were much tougher than others. Mm-hmm. And that's to be expected, I think. Yeah. But I think it's, like, a fun way to spend time with your, with your loved ones. Yeah. I kind of want to try this as, like, a brunch thing. Yeah. 
Because I kept seeing all those photos of people at brunch doing it. And I'm like, I want to be at brunch doing it too. I just understand how they did it at brunch. Because, yeah. like... We need you space. Need, you need space to spread out. Like, you can't just, like, pour water on stuff. Or, yeah. or worse. You know? Like, there's... And, like, you need a Wi-Fi connection. You need to talk to each other. I don't know. I don't know how people do it. I mean, I've, I saw those pictures, too, where people were, like, taking it to restaurants. And I'm like... What kind of restaurants are you going to that has Wi-Fi? <laughs> and, like, what a... Can you imagine that server every time? Like, oh, no, these people. Like, because you know they're just going to be there for, like, a few hours. Yeah. And they're going to only order some foods. No, and all the yelling that must happen. Oh, my God. Those poor servers. I know. <sighs> but, see, like, I would... If we... If we do another one, I think then it would be fun to, like, bring in the girls and try to do, like, an entire case together. I think that would be cool, too, but I think that would make it even harder to get through it all in one day. Because... Well, I guess we spread it out the same way or whatever, but... Yeah. But... It was so fun. Like, I, I, want, I will keep doing these. Like, yeah. even if I do them alone. I, will, I mean, well, I know, not. I know that I won't, but like, I just maybe it's just like me and my inability to wait, and how I just need to do things like immediately. Oh. I don't know, but I kind of like the like I'm the opposite. I like I I well I like to binge it. Like I it would have been fun to have multiple boxes to like, or maybe two boxes at a time. That's fine. Because then it, like, it satisfies your itch enough to be like, oh, okay. I can wait. Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you. But which one? I have a good feeling about your theory, so let me do some extra work to confirm this. I'll send you an update in the next 30 minutes or so. I'm done. No! <laughs> she doesn't realize I need to go to sleep. <laughs> well, we'll find out. We reset both. Back and she's like, "Hey, <laughs> remember this guy from episode eight? <laughs> That's exactly what's gonna happen. Remember the pastor? It was him. So I know what it is. Oh my god. Okay, so we finally got our response. Okay. First, so this is for the test. First, I want to thank you all for your hard work these past few months. I made all it made all the difference. Without you, I don't think I could have closed out this case. After reading your email confirming your theory, I wrote up an arrest warrant for blank." It was quickly reviewed and approved by the by the Champagne Court judge. Officer Goff then made an arrest and transported Blank to the sheriff's office. Wow. I sat down with her for questioning and it didn't take long for the confrontation to crumble her resolve. She 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 confessed to the Charlie's murder. Blank will go to court to answer for her crimes. And Charlie's family can now move forward knowing that justice has been will be served. Charlie's death was needless and cruel, and I regret not having the power to stop it, but as investigators, all we can do is review the facts and make sure the culprit is caught. I can't say I'm happy about the outcome, but I'm relieved that it's been resolved, and I'm happy of the work we've accomplished. Thank you again for all you've done. Keep you in mind for the future. Wow. So we have the interview transcript. Okay, so do you want to be... Hold on, hold on. Yeah, if you're hearing that in the background, it's because our husbands are in the other room watching something very loudly. Unbelievable. No respect in the studio. So, do you want to be gray or do you want to be blank? I'll be blank. Okay. So this is the transcript. Make sure that we'll be, we'll be, we save the blanks. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Officer Goff. I'll take it from here. Blank. Do you want to run me through the night of the reunion? Really, Michelle? What is happening? Did Officer Goff inform you why you were being arrested? Yes, but... Then you know what this is about. Now, according to the witness statements, Charles McDonough left the reunion with someone. Was that person you? What? No! Who do you think it was then? I don't know. Antonio? Nick? Maybe it was Aura. She found his body after all. Antonio went right to the diner. Nick was at the bar and Aura was still at the school. All of them have solid alibis, which is more than I can say for you. 
According to your first statement, you went home for a bit after the union. Can anyone the verify union? the reunion? <laughs> Can anyone verify that? No, I live alone. Your house is close to the grove, yes? Yes, but that doesn't prove anything. Then how about Charlie's high school ring being found at the crime scene? So? Charlie sold that ring in 1999. Do you want to tell me why it's in your possession in this picture? I... This still doesn't mean I killed him. No. No? I can put you at the crime scene around the time of his death. You have to admit that doesn't look good for you, and it's not to... And it isn't taking into account how you vandalized his grave. You can't... Or his car back in 2009. It seems to me you were obsessed with Charlie. It must have been painful for you to see him happily married to someone else. Stop it. I can put you at the scene of the crime and you have a decent motive as well. So let me ask you again. Do you want me to run through the event? Do you want to run through the events of that night? No response. (laughs) No? Well, then let me tell you what I think happened and you tell me if I'm right. I think you were the person who left with Charlie the night of the reunion. I think being around all of your high school friends stirred up feelings of resentment towards your ex-boyfriend you never dealt with. So you found a way to get Charlie alone and you finally got your revenge for him dumping you. That's not how it happened. So you admit that you killed him. No response. Blank. I have all night. Neither of us is leaving here until you tell me what happened. I, I, I lost my temper. Go on. I was excited to see Charlie at the reunion. These past few few years, our friendship suffered, and I really wanted to catch up with him. I tried to talk with him multiple times that night, but he kept slipping away. Towards the end of the night, I tried one more time. He seemed off. Now, I know that's because of Gavin, but at the time, I just assumed he was a little drunk. I asked Charlie if we could talk privately, and he agreed. I suggested we go somewhere before everyone met up at Dimitri's. That's how I ended up at his car. As we were driving, he kept acting weirder. So I made him pull over at the grove. We talked for a bit, and then... You killed him. I didn't mean to! That doesn't matter, does it? Charlie's dead. But going back to your story, where were you driving? The grove isn't exactly on the way to Dimitri's. No response. What made you lose your temper? No response. Did you leave behind the ring on purpose? No. Why are you asking all this? I already admitted to it. What more do you want? I want to know why, blank. (laughs) Why did you kill your classmate? Your supposed friend? Why did you kill Charlie Mack? Because he deserved it. Why? Why did you hate him? I didn't hate him. I never hated him. Then why did you kill him? Because for two decades, he treated me like I didn't exist. Like what we had was nothing. Because while I wanted to make this town better, he was a goddamn drug dealer. Did I set out at that night to kill Charlie? No, but I did, and I can't take that back. Please, Blank, tell me what happened. I need to know. Getting there. All I wanted to show him that he should... Hold on. All I wanted was to show him. I know, but my eyesight isn't what it used to be. (laughs) Welcome to your 30s. Okay, rewind. Uh, All I wanted to show him that he should be with me, not Sarah. I always knew that bitch wasn't good enough for him, and I was right. She was cheating on him with blank, (laughs) and he couldn't see it. When we got in the car, I suggested we go to the Grove. I wanted to remind him of all the good times we had in there in high school. I wanted to show him what it could be like if we got back together. But when we got there, he rejected me. Again. Even when he was drunk and high, even when I literally threw myself at him, he still didn't want me. He kept saying how much he loved his wife, loved his daughter, and he just didn't, and he just wanted to go home to his family. And I didn't want to hear it anymore. I didn't want to listen to the hypocrisy of a, of a druggy pill pusher saying how much he loved his family. I didn't want to hear I wasn't good enough for the pathetic man who was slurring his words and barely able to keep his head upright. So I stopped the talking. I put a knee in his gut and my hands around his neck. I pressed down until the word stopped, and then the gasping stopped, and then everything stopped. What happened next? No response. Blank. Then I ran. I made it back to my farm and took my dad's old truck to Dimitri's. The, the construction in Poplar slowed me down, but I wasn't the last one there. I hated myself for what I had done, for what Charlie had forced me to do. For weeks, I could barely function. 
The man I had, the only man I had ever loved was gone. He didn't love me anymore. He won't ever love me again. But I refuse to believe he never loved me. I know what we had wasn't just in my head. It was real. It was so real I can still close my eyes and I'm right there back in high school with him. Anything else you'd like to add before I end this interview? No, there's no point. It won't bring my Charlie back. Damn. Wow, wow, wow. So if we go back here and we choose, yeah. Let's see. Okay. <laughs> Had above average strength coupled with his sluggishness. I mean, that he, that, yeah. Fine. I guess they made the right decision. Wow. What a ride. What a ride. And you know what? Thank you guys for being part of this ride with us. Because this has been a lot of fun. This is a fun activity to do, and I'm glad I got to do it with my best friend. Yeah. Yay. We did it. We, we kind of solved it. We did. I mean, we totally, we we at least did 70% of this. 75. Yeah. No, that's still a little too. 78. We did 78%. We did a, we did enough of the percent where we yeah. where we know we could have pa- we Listen, passed. Listen, we got all the way down to 2. We did get all the way down to 2. But we did also, you know, we weren't like wrong. We we had 50% chance. <laughs> yeah. We 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 Of our 84%, we had 50%. <laughs> but this was a lot of fun and the clues were 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 some were pretty challenging. Yeah. It was a really fun game. Yeah. Here, here, here's what I've learned. I've learned that, like, we'd be really good detectives, but we won't be very good at the solving part <laughs> at the end. <laughs> I learned that I've thought all my life that I could be good at puzzles. And, you know, not that I'm not, I'm just very enthusiastic. Because the you turned on the lights. Because they turned on the lights. You see? When you put the quarter in, it turns the lights on. Oh. Now, if you guys want to start your own hunt-a-killer adventure, you mm-hmm. can. Uh, you can use code BABYLAMB. That's B-A-B-Y-L-A-M-B. S. S. Oh, no. Is it Baby, baby Lamb? It's Baby Lambs. Yeah. Baby Lambs. To earn, uh, to, to get 20% off your first box. Now, they will randomize the order. So, the, you may not get class of 98. You might get some other class. In fact, there are all these brand new episodes going on right now on Hunt to Killer. And they're all really cool. Proceeds of your purchase not only go toward, uh, you know, us a little bit because we're affiliates. But it'll also go toward, like, the Innocence Project yeah. and a bunch of these other organizations that help to find the real killers to uh, real crimes. Yeah, I don't know about you, but I'm really proud of being an affiliate. Yeah, with this with this company. I mean, at the end of the day, like while this is fun and everything, and we're all kind of acquiring new skills, um, or I guess honing in our skills, mm-hmm. it also goes towards something good and something that can possibly help a family move on. Or at least finish some type of a grieving process. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's uh, it's it's been a really cool journey. We're very lucky that we've had this opportunity, mm-hmm. and we're so glad to have shared it with you guys. Yeah. And and again, like to be able to have done it together, mm-hmm. is it's a lot of fun. And you can totally do this with your friends. You can do this with your family, and like feel the same level of uh, happiness and contentment that we do. Yeah. An accomplishment. I mean, at the end of the day, we like we spent hours going through yeah. evidence and clues and listening to people speak and like what it's just been really cool to see how they've just put everything together. Like even Charlie's autopsy photos. Yeah. You know, 
Like and and just the cool swag. We got socks. We got. I have evidence. Black light. We have evidence. Ziplocs now. We have to put. I can let to put it on snacks. Huh? I can. Oh, I'm here. Like I can let things like grow mold in it. Absolutely. Okay. To preface it, we never eat our vegetables at home, and oftentimes they start to grow mold, and we have to throw them out. Right. So now you can now it'll look like moldy evidence. Yeah. Perfect. What everybody wants. We all have goals. Yeah. And I'm glad this could be yours. Thank you. But this is, yeah, and it comes with cool stuff. We got hacky sack socks, pins. We got pens. a fanny pack. We got a fanny pack. Uh, I got a playlist out of it that I'm, I listen to. I'm wearing a ring now. Look at you. From, from. <laughs> Hashtag Charlie. Hashtag Charles McDonald. Charles McDonald's. And it actually, it fits, like, I have fat fingers. It fits on my fingers. I guess because it's supposed to be a man's ring. Anyway. Technically, I should have it because my class ring was stolen when my house was broken into. Oh, then take it. I'll guilt you into that. I'm kidding. It's fine. No, it will I'm not going to wear it. I'm not going to wear it. Will it fit you? I'll try it on. Um, but yeah, so thank you guys for listening. And hopefully you get to do these fun things with your friends or your family or you can do friends. it alone. Are your fancy brunch places that have Wi-Fi? Yeah, because that's how other people play this. Duh. Still shocking to me. Follow us and stuff. You know the you know how it works. And we will be back with you guys next, next week. week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Baby Lambs podcast. Artwork created by Janabelle Art. You can follow her on Instagram at Janabelle Art, or you can follow her studio at Studio Nami Tattoo. Music created by Daniel Acosta and produced by Sunset Studios Miami. You can follow them on their Instagram at Sunset Studios Miami. And you can follow us on Instagram via our handle at Babylands Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at Babylands PCast or Babylands Podcast. You can find us now on iTunes and Google Play yeah, yeah. and even on Castbox, which is actually a really cool app. Also by finding us via our handle baby lambs podcast or by visiting our website at babylambspodcast.com thanks again for listening